0: stocks on your screen. Bottom line, ever since the pandemic got rolling, Larry Williams has had an unbelievable track record. Unbelievable. And right now, this chart works just the Dow Jones Industrial Average and the airlines textbook reopening stocks, as I said at the top of the show, could have a nice run over the next couple months before they take a breather and then come running back at some point in the second half. I would not be surprised if he's right. I gotta tell you, I find this stuff fast. So I wanted to talk a little bit about oil, um, the history of it, how we've developed this kind of an understanding of that resource in this country, along with the issues in the Middle East, right? And Bush, the Bush administration, and the oil and the pipeline, that kind of thing. So I'm excited. You know, I, th- I had this idea yesterday watching Mad Money, because he was talking about stocks and oil, and I was thinking about it, and it makes sense, and since, you know, I've been getting a lot of views on the stocks episodes, you know, and why would I stop? So I think today we're going to talk about oil, the history of it, the war on terror, Um, how did that come apart? You know, kind of before 9-11 and after 9-11, different operations, right? What he's basically saying, right, is within the next few months, with the U.S. kind of rejoining the world, right, and the creation and their allies, such and such forth. Oil, the stock, right? I'm not talking prices. The stock, it's gonna shoot, okay, because it has this historical wave. Every ten years, he said so far, every decade. Then you might see a little, you know, dip here and there, but it's one of those very, very, like historical, accurate. You know, stocks don't get now. It is a pandemic, things are different. It's 2021, right? But oil is going to still be needed, especially now. You know, as we try to switch to natural resources, we need some that we have in place to get through what we need to get through. It's just one of those such a necessities that I don't think we'll ever, I mean, we could. I think eventually, maybe one day, get away from it. But again, you know, a scientist has to come up with something somewhere, find something. And that's very hard. So I think as time moves on, as the stock of oil evolves these next few months, be afraid to sell if you think there's a high point talks about it a lot you know it's fine you want to sell you sell that's your decision if you see a little default and you hold and you think there's going to be another one I'm okay with that too because I think both are very reasonable and they make a lot of sense right now um, you know, besides airplane, that kind of thing, besides those stocks, you know, I think oil could be one of the biggest ones, but so we're going to start, well, I guess we already started, but we're going to go from here, we're going to go backwards and kind of talk about oil in this country and the, in the, in the. The Employment Or the How do you say the You know The the place of oil That was You know maybe pre Bush And then even after Bush I would say even before You know It's hard, it's very hard, we're gonna talk about it We're gonna talk about the history of oil Not who made it, this and that, but The history of the stock, its contribution to the world. Obviously, we know it's a very big contribution to everything we do in everyday life. So how does that affect the stock moving forward? Because you might be afraid, well, you know, it's not very high right now. But if I wait a day or two, what if it goes incredibly up, right? Some of the things you have to kind of play with moving forward. So, Desert Storm, 1990s, Middle East. Mr. C. Bush was our president at the time. We get involved for one simple reason the oil resource. This is now, don't forget, this is pre 9 11. So, after 9 11, America and the presidents and the people running the country were able to develop more of a nationalistic American stance for what they were doing. But it doesn't change the fact, right? Like, the fact is... They were there before. And this act, after 9-11... Was just gonna... Keep the conflict going, as they say. Um, Gulf of Tonkin. You know, stuff like that. Um, you know, to keep conflicts going. That's really what... 9-11 nine nine was for America. Um, do I agree with it? That's another podcast for another day. Um, I don't... I, I think what happened at 9-11 and the repercussions and the reactions to it by America were the right ones because think about it, right? Like, What are you going to do? Let someone... Come into your house and destroy the place, rip shit up. No, you're going to fight that. This is my home, right? So that's how we felt. But again, what did that bring? What's the negative side of that? Racism. What's Middle East. Because not all of them are that bad. But the media and the country and the people leading this country thought they were... Now, I, I think we still face an issue with that when we talk about today. Um, I think some of one of the reasons we might face that issue is really, I mean, we've said it before and I'm, I'm going to say it again, I'm sure, lack of education, lack of understanding human basic rights live, literally just live, right, we like don't understand, Americans were so upset with what happened after 9-11, they could not see the foreshadowing of Desert Storm, and the oil pipeline, and the oil that we were taking from them, basically. Um like they it it, it was there, so like we took it just straight up, like <laughs> I don't know, I can't be much more clear about that, you know, like we took their resources because we wanted to because we wanted to find a cheaper output. Now, I'm all for finding resources finding this finding that what I am not for however is doing it by force costing lives costing family members to so 2021 here we are right gas going up Everything. The, the the price of living is going up. When really it should be going down, right? But it's not because that's just it's 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 a lot of to do with supply and demand and I know I've talked about that in the past. Um in some of the other stock episodes, the market, whatever I've talked about, just in general, right? Like life Like, as you go through life, or as we go through life, as humans, the supply and demand of things always just goes up and down and up and down. And here's why, right? So, you think about World War I. The supply, the demand for workers, right, first of all. Demand to work. The demand for factory working was so big, people were able to find jobs. World War 1 hits, World War 1's over, and we hit this depression. Well, why? Why do we hit this depression? Because we've already made too much inflammation, right? People in Germany started to burn their money. So really, right, I'm just, the point I'm getting at is it's everything. Life is supply and demand. And it just depends when you live to understand what's what for you in your time. But that can get complicated, right? Because not everyone agrees with going to war. Not everyone agrees with some of the things that people spend money on not everyone agrees with everything right (laughs) straight up like no one agrees completely and that's the nice thing side note about steve and i is i think steve and i have disagreed a lot also we've agreed a lot but we both understand The ideas of supply and demand. You know, we both understand that it's history. Yes, history is ugly and not pretty at all in any way. But it's important. Right? You don't learn it. you're going to repeat it. That's the big thing. I've said that before. It doesn't repeat itself. Right? I've said this before. My favorite sentence. I heard this. I forget who said it to me. Maybe in a dream. History doesn't repeat itself. It rekindles. Oil. The stock oil. Doesn't repeat itself. It rekindles. It rekindles to this very cheap stock that you can try to get your hands on. But, you know, you're going to take downfalls. And you're going to take some hits. So all I'm saying, moving forward, be careful of the Oil stock. Yes, invest, if you can, invest, invest, invest in oil over, I'd say, Robinhood, over GameStop. Um, A lot of those kind of COVID one-hit wonders, right? Because everyone's home playing video games. You know, I'd stay away from them. But again, you know, I'm not making your business decisions. You are. Oil, you know, airplanes, right? Like flying, You can invest in, I know I've said that before, I've said it a hundred times, because you all know where I want to go so bad, and just like, the biggest thing I realized for me is, while I've been doing this, right, and I've been learning more about stocks, I've been trying to be able to talk about stocks, even if, you know, someone doesn't agree with me on this stock, well, I, I know enough to make this podcast to have someone come on and say, okay, that makes sense, Bobby. Here's how I see it, but yours makes sense. You know, that's what this podcast is about, really. Making sense of the world, of the context, right? So, why... Why would we have some downfalls in it, right? And you might want to pull your money out. And if you do, by all means do. If you think this is the highest price oil is gonna be for a very long time, take your money, right? Steve Miliband, take your money and run. Obviously don't actually steal money, but take your money and run, baby. Like, go for it. There's nobody gonna stop you. You are in control of your investment. You know, and... You know, going back to Robin Hood real quick. You know, the issue over there... I think Dave Portnoy, if you haven't yet... Go check out his... Um, interview with Vlad. Right, like the CEO. Fantastic interview. Um, he was very... It was a side of Portnoy... That i never seen before. But it's also a side that I have... I had a lot of respect for the man before for what he's done in this world. I have a lot of respect for him. But watching that, you know, even just a few minutes, I watched the whole thing. But you can really understand that this guy, yes, people think he's an asshole. Yes, this, yes, that, whatever. Fine. But at the end of the day, the dude really cares. And that's one of the biggest things you have to remember when dealing with stocks. And you have situations, you know, I don't know if you can cut off a stock like oil, right? GameStop obviously isn't as big as oil. You can cut it off and maybe obviously not get away with it. But, you know, you cut off the oil stock, you're (laughs) not going to be pretty for anyone for a few hours or whatever the case may be. But it's not out of the picture. And that's what scares me. Because if you can stop GameStop, right, GMC, these kind of stocks, you can just stop them. Stop the people from making the money. Then why? what would it take for someone to stop the oil stock? Just stop making oil? No. You just stop, you turn the stock off. You're only allowed to sell. And then you put people in a bind. Like this again. Now, I would not recommend trying to make it in life off of stocks, off of investing, off of a business. I would not try to have a life starting a business with, you know, stocks, whatever the case, blah, blah, blah. Stores, different. Business like local business, small businesses, different. I'm saying that you don't start a life or you don't have your, your primary source of income, it should never be in the stock market. Ever. Ever. That money should be for personal use. And you should only put in, this is my rule of thumb here. Moving on, you know, just talking about stocks. You should only put in to a stock the amount of money you get paid. On a weekly. Five day check. You might get paid bi-weekly. Whatever the case is. If you figure out how much you make a week. That's what you should be spending on. Because. The price of living. <laughs> as I already said. Has gone up. Right. It has gone up. Hand sanitizer, Tyler. Everything. You know. A buddy of mine. Ethan. I mean, you guys. I've talked about him before. You know hand sanitizer. I think it was in this house or something. Whatever. That was from 2018. So pre-COVID. So the real, the real deal. And you think about. Well that's all the same. Supply and demand. Don't forget. Don't ever forget supply and demand. They're not going to make. Them. As good. As the pre-COVID ones right now. Because they need to just get them out there. Oil, same thing. When we get to flying again, sorry, when we get to more flying, not just private flying all over the world, oil's going to go back up. So buy it now. Take a risk. But the thing that I realized in my life is you need to take a calculated risk. Don't just take a risk to take a risk. Right? Risk takers are not risk takers takers in the name. Risk takers are smart people who are taking a chance. Risk and chance, two different things. But when you take a smart risk, you're making a smart chance. You're taking a smart chance. When you take a risk, you're just taking a risk. So that's what my rule of thumb is for people, is when you... first start to investing you know you have little to no income you're trying to figure out your life. Start with either what you make on a paycheck weekly so you can replace it or less than that. Personally, you know I started investing um, my, my, I actually started investing in oil but I invested. A dollar, <laughs> that was it. After my $5 deposit, because you need to put, you know, you have to put a minimum of something, right? I did a dollar. If I'm feeling good, I'm gonna add another dollar. If I like where the stock's going, it might be going down on the paper, but the stock price is up, right? It's 25 cents, whatever the case is for the share. Take a chance. It's very interesting. You know, it's you can kind of t- get a feeling in a wave of where the things are going. Where are we headed? How are we headed? What are we going to use when we head that way? But, you know, it takes time. Things like anything in life takes time.